0: Welcome to the Ross Road Connect podcast. Our podcast aims to connect you to what's going on at Ross Road Community Church, to connect you to the people at Ross Road, and ultimately to connect you to God himself. Enjoy the episode.
1: Welcome everybody to the Ross Road Connect podcast. We are on episode number 44, which Craig just told me, and I almost immediately forgot because my memory is terrible. But, well, uh, and then I
0: told you the way to remember it is to assign the number to a hockey player's uniform number. Yeah. Cause that's back in the day when you had to remember phone numbers, that's how I would remember phone numbers. Like <laughs> what hockey player jerseys uh, correspond with this phone number. So this is the Todd Bertuzzi episode is what we're calling it.
1: That is like the least surprising thing to me that that's how you <laughs> remembered phone numbers. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And Very here's effective. a question. You know what? I'm just going to send out this question now. Do you know Jenny's phone number off by heart?
0: Oh yeah, definitely.
1: Uh, I was going to say, exactly. what is it? <laughs> All of our listeners. <laughs>
0: okay. Everyone call her.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's so do funny. Do you not
0: know Corey's phone number?
1: I do know Corey's phone number. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. I do know that one. And I know my mom's phone number. I know my sister's phone number, probably Jess's phone number. And uh maybe that's it. If I if I thought about it long enough, I could probably remember my childhood best friend's phone number.
0: Yeah. Back when Jenny got her phone number when she was like 16 or something, she I think she asked for because this seems too it would be too much of a coincidence for this just to happen. The last four numbers of her phone number are J-E-N-N. No so way. It spells her name.
1: Oh so, that's fortunate. There you go. Wow. There you yeah. go. Mm-hmm. Um, I also just realized we didn't introduce ourselves. So All right. if you are listening to episode number 44 of the Ross Road Connect podcast, and if you don't know by now, or maybe this is your first episode, I am Holly and I'm here with my co-host Craig Thiessen. Um, yeah, Craig, who remembers phone numbers by hockey <laughs> player numbers. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So anyways, yep. Craig, uh, how are you doing
0: today? Uh, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm, uh, Uh, it's the end of summer almost and fall is coming. So there's a lot of things to do. And, uh, so today I'm running around a little bit like a chicken with my head cut off, but it's it's all good stuff. Yeah. And you've got adventure camp next week, which by the time this airs, adventure camp will be over, but so you're flying around too right now.
1: I am. It's funny. All of August, I was like, I have so much time to get things done and I'm going to be like ahead of schedule this year. I'm going to be super like extra organized. It's going to be great. And somehow every time before adventure camp, the week leading up to it, I just, there's so many things to do. It's because I always like, I've had the big things kind of done for a long time. And then you forget how many small like details need to be done. Um, So I'm doing a lot of that this week. There's a lot to yeah. be done. I need to go to Costco probably tonight, which I hate. I don't know. Maybe that's yes. a hot take, but no. I really don't like going to Costco. Agreed. Okay, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Like even before COVID, I was like, I just, I don't know. I'm a fast shopper mm-hmm. and Costco is not a fast trip. Yeah. Like That's yeah. yeah you got to dedicate time to that.
0: And I feel like we could do an entire podcast on grocery store etiquette. Yes. And Costco is probably the worst place oh, for yeah. people who are wandering around aimlessly, oblivious to everyone else around them. So it is
1: but, so true. <laughs> and let me just say, running into people you know in the grocery store is the absolute <laughs> worst place to run into people that you know. <laughs>
0: like, You've said this before.
1: I know. I'm trying to remember if I've said this on the podcast. Oh, probably
0: like, not on the podcast, but yeah, I've heard this rant but- before. Yeah.
1: And it's because I'm very passionate about it Yeah. because yes. then you have to just like awkwardly avoid each other the rest of the time you're in the store. Otherwise, every time you run into each other, it's like, whoa, hey, I, we like the same groceries. Oh, that's great.
0: <laughs> oh, apples, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah good choice. exactly.
1: You feel like you kind of have to explain everything that you're putting in your basket. I don't know. It's just the worst place to run into someone.
0: Jenny was so um, afraid of that when we were trying to get pregnant when we, whenever she had to buy a pregnancy test oh, she would like buy them in another city like we once bought pregnancy <laughs> tests in Vancouver because that's she was smart. like I do not want to meet anybody and I'd be like come on what are the yeah. odds but she was not having any of it
1: so. oh that's so yeah. funny yeah no those are definitely the times you would always run into someone yes.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: That, yeah that is so true um that just <laughs> Really brought me back to this one time when I had kidney stones, and I remember going to like I went to the like the doctor's office after to like you know figure out what was wrong with me, mm-hmm. and so I went in for a little checkup, and then afterwards I went into the lobby, and of course there was people. This was a long time ago, so I don't remember who it was, but there was a family like from the church, and this is probably when I was like an intern or something. They were sitting there in the lobby, and I kind of. Like I don't know, we didn't exactly talk. But then after my appointment, they were like, "Oh, you need an ultrasound just to figure out like <laughs> what's wrong with you, uh-huh. why you have kidney stones." And so of course I go up to the desk and they're like, "All right, let's schedule your ultrasound." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, do I have to turn around to these people and explain that it's for kidney stones?" Yeah. Yeah. That and did was- you? Uh, I, well, I did have kidney stones. I did know that that's what it was. They, I think they were just trying to figure out like what specific kind of stone it was. Cause there's a right. couple of ones that you can get,
0: but I mean, so did you turn stones. around and explain to the family that that's, what <laughs> I think I about. must
1: have, <laughs> <laughs> I would have had to, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, uh, oh, it's not what you think. It's
0: uh,
1: yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Good times.
0: Yes. That's right. Good
1: times yeah. had so all.
0: adventure camp, 47 <laughs> kids. You're telling me coming next week. And yeah. so that's awesome. Um, that mm-hmm. should be a great time.
1: Yeah, I am really looking forward to it there. Yeah. I'm, obviously there's stress leading up to it, but I am more excited than anything just because we didn't get to have it last year. And it's usually like a big highlight of my summer, even though it's busy and can be stressful, but I, yeah, I'm really, really excited. I think the year before that, or the last time we had it, there was around like 30 kids. So there was a, definitely a big jump from yeah. last time to this time. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I'm excited. There's lots of great, um, there's high school kids for the most part who are all the volunteers. So it's uh, just going to be a great time all around.
0: Mm. So excited. For sure. Yeah. 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 Nice. Should we talk about the purpose of this podcast?
1: Yeah, let's let's do it.
0: Okay. The purpose of this short podcast today is, um, well, two things. We have uh, things, we have exciting news, not things, exciting news about the uh, podcast coming up. Um, this is the last episode of what we're calling an extended season one before we launch into season two in September. And then we also want to talk a little bit about the fall at Ross road and some different things that we're trying. So which of those do you want to do first?
1: Oh, um, well, why don't we, you know, why don't we talk about, uh, our podcast journey
0: first podcast journey first. We're in episode 44, That's which weird. is further than maybe we ever thought we would get Holly.
1: It's true. I, yeah, I remember when the podcast was just uh, a little idea that we had and here we are.
0: Episode one happened uh, on October 17th, 2019 with Michael Horner. Um, And um, then, uh, then we did our staff and we've had a variety of guests uh, since then. Do you have any favorite memories of the podcast Mm -hmm. so far?
1: Yeah, I feel like I've said this before, but I really loved when we all podcasted together as a staff and we talked about like pastoring in a pandemic. I really liked doing that. I think we should totally do more where it's all the staff together. I really enjoyed that. Um, I also really enjoyed when we had uh, the grads. I think it was two years ago. They all came on and kind of just talked about what they're doing um, in the next year. I thought that was a great one. Um yeah, I feel like and the other podcasts, we've done this a few times where we talked about mental health as well. Yeah. And I yeah. always really appreciate those ones. Yeah, yeah we talked with Karen and then um yeah, we had Jess on the podcast a long time ago as well. Let's talk about that. And uh yeah, I've always really appreciated those ones. Mm-hmm. How about yourself?
0: Yeah, I think um I'm just as I scroll through our list, we've talked about a lot of different topics. Um, you know, we talked racism with Ezra Cody. We yeah, talked, uh, multiply president with Randy Friesen was the multiply president and we talked with him and that was really inspiring. I thought, um, I love talking with my brother and that was fun. Oh,
1: yeah, that was and, fun.
0: Uh, also we had my cousin on last year, uh, a sociologist, Great. Joel Thiessen, and I appreciated that one as well. So, yeah. And then, and then we've had lots of, so we've had a mix of interviews with people from outside of our church and then people from within the church and, mm-hmm. uh, all of those have, have produced some good insights, I think.
1: Yeah. And
0: uh, so, yeah, Mm -hmm. I I think we've probably learned a lot in a couple of years.
1: I think so, too. Yeah. And I don't know how much you go back and listen to the podcasts, but I listen to not all of them, but I definitely do go back and I listen to quite a few of them. And I think I can notice a significant difference than when we started to where mm-hmm. we are now. Mm-hmm. I'm very aware of the amount of filler words that I use. So yeah. I've been trying to really just, mm-hmm. uh, you know, get rid of those. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's no better way to uh, yeah improve that than listening back, even though it can be really cringy sometimes. Yeah.
0: Well, when we started, I was editing them too. So yeah. I would listen to all of them and I would catch that a little bit more. I had to, I, I, Caleb now edits for us and does a great job. He was on vacation. So I edited the last one and I noticed myself reverting back into poor habits of ums and ahs and whatnot. So hopefully I'll clean up my act a little bit as we carry on. (laughs) So what we're going to do is uh, we're going to launch season two in mid September. Uh, Our next episode is an interview with Courtney Rada. And so she's our video production person. And so (laughs) kind of pull back the curtain on the video production process um but uh, she's also helping us with a renewed graphic renewed intro music um and uh then we're gonna carry on with uh, with a new season uh season two episode one yeah. that's what's coming up did i miss anything hey.
1: i think you got it all yeah yeah nice exciting times for the ross road connect podcast yep yeah.
0: And of course, we're always interested in listener feedback. So if you've got True. something that you'd like to hear on the podcast, let us know. Yeah. Or a person we should talk to on the podcast, let us True. know and see what yeah. we can do.
1: And if you think there's a more awkward place to run into someone than the grocery store <laughs> or the doctor's <laughs> office, please let us know. <laughs>
0: uh, there might be.
1: There might be. But uh, uh, there's those no are two
0: obvious know. candidates. Yeah, yeah
1: exactly. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, should we talk about the fall?
0: Let's talk about the fall.
1: All right. So we are launching Adult Sunday School, or what did, what did we say we were going to call we're, it?
0: We're branding it right now as the learning hour before the actual service begins.
1: That's right. I like that. Yeah. yeah. So where did the inspiration for the learning hour?
0: Well, to- okay. So, so this means that we'll do one service at 10 o'clock and we'll do the uh, learning hour thing beforehand. So Kids Sunday School would happen in that middle school, Sunday school, and then high school and up would be invited into this adult experience. Um, And then in the service, we'll have preschoolers dismissed partway through and everyone else will stay elementary school or grade two and up which is a bit of a change, right? So parents having their kids sitting with them in the main worship gathering can be a challenge, like totally get that. Uh, but at the same time, it's an opportunity for families to worship together. So the idea came from a, a conversation we've had actually a lot of times over, over the years. Uh, should we do one service or two? Every time we get through summer and go into fall, we ask ourselves, should we do one service or two? And the way that we've done it has worked well. But we're also at kind of an, an awkward number, at least before COVID, where we had probably too many people to do one service. The, the, uh, the statistic that I've heard sometimes is that once you get to 80%, it feels really full for new people walking Mm -hmm. in and it's overwhelming.
1: That, yeah, that's true. And then the awkward moment where you try to find a seat.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Stressful. So you don't want people to come and feel like they can't find a place to be, Yeah. but you also don't want it to be too empty because that also feels awkward. And so, Sometimes it's felt like it was a little bit too empty when we had two services, but would have been a little bit too full if we had one service. So coming out of COVID, we recognize that a good number of people are still not comfortable coming to an in-person gathering, and we totally get that. So we thought if there's ever a chance to experiment with something, let's experiment with it now and do one service, which should give us a bit of a fuller service. Uh, And then that gives us the opportunity to do some equipping and learning in the hour beforehand so that's a bit of the vision behind it
1: Hmm. yeah it's exciting stuff I have never gone to or participated in an adult kind of Sunday school learning environment so Mm -hmm. I do think there's a lot of potential behind it and I think it'll be really cool to see the engagement with that or actually I guess I won't really get to see it because I'll be doing uh, middle school Sunday school right but uh, you know I'm excited for everyone else that's great
0: (laughs) Well, and I think for a lot of people, they'll remember that this is you know twenty years ago how we used to do things. Right. That um, we had a Sunday school hour before, and then the main worship gathering together. And so, some people will be quite familiar with it, but we have not done it for quite a while. So, yeah. so can I talk about what the adult Sunday school is going to look like? It's not adult yeah. Sunday school. We're trying not to call it Sunday school or a
1: learning hour. A learning like that, hour.
0: Yeah. So um, there's um, this is where this came from. This idea as things have happened in the pandemic and continue to happen. And of course now, you know, vaccine passports are a thing and the mask mandate is back and all of that. uh, We've all watched other people and we've all done it ourselves, try to make sense of it, right? Like how am I supposed to think about what's going on from a biblical and theological perspective? Mm -hmm. What I've noticed is that some people do an intentional job of reflecting theologically on what's going on, hmm. other people are not really doing the deep theological thinking that needs to be done, but they're grasping onto some understanding of what's going on that seems to make sense to them. And and I, I'm not even referring to a particular position. I'm just talking about the posture towards whatever position is taken on a particular issue. Sometimes the thinking doesn't go deep enough, and hmm. or it's too simplistic, and so what we want to do is not necessarily try to nail down all of those issues. Like it's not my goal to have an hour every Sunday morning where we can debate the different points related to COVID. That doesn't sound like a lot of fun actually. (laughs) Um, But I want, I, I brought to mind a book that I read in seminary that is simply called how to think theologically. And so it, it will give the tools for us to think deeply about things and to, um, and go beyond a surface level understanding. So I'll give you a little teaser. Um, one of the first chapters talks about the difference between what the authors call embedded theology versus deliberative theology. So embedded theology is the kinds of things that you uh, acquired over the years, theological understandings um, that were just kind of handed to you because of how you grew up or where you grew up or the kind of family that you grew up in or the kind of church that you attended. Uh, these are just things that you, have picked up over the years, you haven't really reflected deeply on them, but they're a part of the framework that you use to evaluate things. So I'll give you a silly example. Um, when I was a kid, I remember having breakfast with my family and we do family devotions and I'd come out and because I was cold, I would be kind of hunched over with my arms crossed. And I remember, I don't know if this was repeated or if this is just once that my dad looked at me and kind of sternly uh, said to me, it's disrespectful to have your arms folded when you're praying. And so that became part of the embedded theology that I grew up with. And even now when someone starts praying, if I have my, my arms crossed, I'll like slowly unfold them. Like just by instinct, I don't even think about it. I just by instinct, I'm like, Oh, we're praying. I better unfold. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So there's not a Bible verse that tells me that I should. I shall not
1: cross their arms. and Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But that's a posture that my dad held and passed on and, and, you know, it's an embedded thing. It's not something that when I'm uncrossing my arms, it's not something I'm deliberately thinking about. So we bring those things into our theological framework whenever we come up against something like, and it's all areas of life. It's not just COVID, right? It's okay. A family member is dying. Like, how do I make sense of that in light of who God is and in light of what my faith tells me is true? Um, or, you know, there's natural disasters in the world. How, how does my faith help me understand that? Um, or, you know, I'm having relational problems in my marriage. How does, how does the Bible help me to address those things? Or I'm in the midst of a pandemic. How am I supposed to think about that? So deliberative theology then is a process of thinking through our embedded theology and the ways in the, the theological framework that we carry with us. It's a way of almost stepping back from it and evaluating it and saying, how am I thinking about things? Why am I thinking about things this way? And what are the tools that I can use to evaluate things in the proper kind of way? So anyway, I'm preaching now, but um, <laughs> I uh, th- that's what I'm hoping this book will help us with. And so there's lots more to it, and uh, how to think theologically. Howard Stone and James Duke. So we'll be posting information about how to get that book. I mean, you could order it on your own if you want um, off of Amazon or wherever else you get your books. I'm not sure if it's at House of James. Otherwise, I'd plug them too. Yeah. And uh, then we'll we'll get into it on September the 19th. We'll begin that, and we should have said at the beginning kickoff Sundays on the 12th outdoor service. Mm. Hopefully, if the weather permits and uh, followed by barbecue as we've done in the past.
1: Mm. Yeah. It's exciting times coming up. I think, yeah, I think, I mean, I'm not going to be able to be at the learning (laughs) hour, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I think there's just such value in like digging into why you believe what you believe. Mm -hmm. And I think like, yeah, I always grew up in the church and I just feel like I always kind of new, like it was that embedded theology, like you were just talking about, like, oh, I just have always known this. And, but then when you get older, it's like starting to ask yourself, oh, like, okay, why do I actually believe that? And how does that impact my day-to-day life and faith? So I think that'll be really, really beneficial for everybody. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's great. So that's what we're going to do. And uh, we're experimenting. So, you know, maybe we'll get into this and be like, this just isn't working or it, um, you know, there's challenges we didn't anticipate or, you know. There's too many people here to do one service and we'll adjust as we go, but um, probably for the first, at least six or eight weeks, we'll do it this way and see where we go from there.
1: Nice. Yeah. yeah looking forward to it. Mm-hmm.
0: And I'll say here too, um, and this announcement will have gone out already, but um, vaccine passports are not required at religious right. gatherings. So people don't need to worry about that. And the mask mandate also doesn't apply to religious gatherings. And so, yeah, so we're, we're strongly encouraging people to wear a mask, but we will not turn people away if they don't have a mask or don't want to wear one. But um, we would encourage people to, uh, to give comfort to other people who are maybe a little more cautious or mm-hmm. who are at higher risk than, than you. So that's where we are for now. And um, yeah, I find it kind of interesting um that uh religious gatherings are exempt from these things i know Uh, that was
1: a surprise to me too
0: yeah yeah and so uh you know whatever you think about the pandemic will filter how you think about that one detail that i find that kind of interesting
1: yeah it is interesting yeah Hmm. yeah
0: so i think that's all we want to say for today unless you have something else that's burning in your mind
1: no i think that's uh yeah i think that was pretty much everything um, you know, I, uh, just before we first started recording this podcast, I spilled my iced coffee all over wow. the ground. So, um, yeah, if anybody wants to, you know, send me money for Starbucks for a new iced coffee, then I'll be opened. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, but not really. <laughs> had,
0: you, had you already drank the four drinks that you drink out of your iced coffees before you spilled it? <laughs>
1: I had, you know what? I had like three sips of it. And, you know, I made it at home. So I guess like, you know, as I didn't spend the money. So I mean, that's not as bad, but still it was like on the carpet and it was just like sad. And it was, you know, so that was the start to my morning. Yeah. So that was a sad day, but I just, I just needed the audience to participate with me in that so that I wasn't going through this alone.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're we're all with you, Holly. Yeah. Thank you. We're cheering for you. (laughs) <laughs> as red green would say we're pulling for you we're all in this together
1: yep. yeah we're all in this together <laughs> yeah
0: have you well, ever watched the awesome. red green show
1: no of course yeah, not. yeah
0: it's beyond it's you're, you're too young
1: yeah oh yeah it's funny because one of my like four years younger than you five
0: <laughs> um well how old are you what, what how old are you are you going to confess to the podcast listeners how old you are
1: yeah i'm 26 yeah. okay well i'm 33
0: 94. so so i'm I'm six or seven years older than you are. So,
1: okay, that's actually. Although never- you
0: were late, late 94, and I was 94. early 88. Yeah, so almost seven years.
1: True. Yeah, yeah. so much older than me. <laughs> uh, it's,
0: yeah, old yeah. enough to know the Red Green Show where you don't know the Red Green Show.
1: Uh, yeah, that's true. The one time Craig knows something from pop uh, <laughs> culture, culture that I don't. <laughs> that's
0: right. <laughs> well, on that note, let's say to our listeners, remember, we're pulling for you. We're right. all this together. And we'll see you in season two of the Ross Road Connect podcast.
1: Uh, Yeah. Thanks for listening to this season, you guys. Appreciate it.
0: Ross Road Connect podcast is produced by Ross Road Community Church in Abbotsford, BC. For more information about our church community and links to more podcasts and sermons, visit rossroadcc.ca.